What is up and welcome to the All Basketball Podcast. Got another high school basketball season preview coming your way. I'm your host, Marius Dixon, once again. This time I got two-time championship boys basketball coach at Jonesboro down the south side of Atlanta High School in the metro area. Coach Dan Mailman on talking to me about the 21-22 season for the Cardinals and much more. Um, how you doing today, Coach? Doing great, man. Happy to have, uh, happy to be here. Good to see you again. Same here, man. Thanks for, thanks for joining the show. Uh, basketball. So, wh- where are y'all? Practice just started. On this, we're we're right in the. We just uh, started tryouts. Uh, the first uh, official day was uh, October 25th which was Monday, so we had tryouts the uh, past two days, this past Monday and Tuesday. Had about 85, 90 kids trying out for um, basically 30 positions, which uh, that, that's uh, that's not a very good ratio um, when you have that many kids trying out, but uh, we made our first cuts yesterday, um, and uh, our first day, official day of practice is today. Um, but then again, you know, football is still going on, so we got to wait until football is over, which we're looking like we're probably going to go to the playoffs. Um, don't know when they'll end, uh, but, you know, we might not have our guys till somewhere around the second week of November. And we'll have to do another tryout then, um, and that's even after we've played our first game. So it's kind of weird. Oh, yeah. So definitely wish your football team um, best of luck as it starts to wind down here, getting getting close to November. So, like you said, they'll go to the playoffs and looking to continually – continue their season as far as it'll go. As far as um, basketball, take us back about, I guess, yeah, a year ago, the COVID season, so to speak. Um, everything was new with this pandemic, even though it's still going on. But how was it for you? Um, just looking back at it, how do you, how are you processing it now, looking back, like all the things you had to go through and everything to, just to play basketball? Yeah, last, uh, you know, last year was a challenge. Um... You know, we might not ever see ever again in, the, in our lifetime. I don't know. Um, we're dealing with COVID and the protocols and um, trying to keep your kids safe and yourself safe and your family safe and still try to participate um, in, a, in a high school sport was was difficult, not only in basketball, but from the athletic director standpoint, it was, it was a challenge. Um, I thought our kids and everybody handled it really well. You know, we, of course, we didn't have fans in Clayton County at all last year. Um, that was huge because, of course, basketball runs their programs on uh, their gate. Um, so that was that was difficult financially, um, which we're with right now. But also, it was difficult to not only be playing during a pandemic, but be playing with no one in the stands was a challenge. Um, you know, to get our kids ready to play. And it was just, it was almost eerie because it was so quiet. I mean, I could hear, my, hear myself, <laughs> which is sometimes not a good thing. Um, a lot louder than what I normally hear myself. So, um, yeah, it was a challenge, but I thought our kids handled it well. Um, our staff, um, the whole school handled it well as far as being able to get through the season, um, you know, still make it to the state playoffs. Um, you know, we ended up having a, a pretty good year. Didn't have a whole lot of um, kids that went out during the course of the year. We had a couple throughout the whole program that came down with COVID. Um, so it was definitely a challenging year. Um, 
but we made it through and, and was successful in our season. And this year, hopefully, it'll be a little bit better with having they just stated that we can have fans at full capacity. So that's going to be a, a blessing for us. Yeah, that, that definitely that was going to be my next question. How are they adjusting as far as what you just hit on the hit the nail on the head right there with you're going to add people back in there, so it's going to be some somewhat normal. Are you are you going to be requiring masks or anything, vaccination cards? Or? Uh, yeah, the, from what the county is, and they actually just sent it out a couple of days ago. You, uh, you won't have to provide any type of vaccination cards or anything like that. But while you're in the gym, you will have to wear a mask. Um, but we're at full capacity, so the whole social distancing, as far as sitting six feet away, that's kind of out the door. So um, basically, just you have to wear a mask, um, and we will be at full capacity. So um, you know, of course, and then they've done the whole ticket thing to where you know we don't handle any cash anymore. Everything is uh, Clayton County is all GoFan, so all all ticket is digital now. Okay, okay, so so yeah, sounds like a plan. Um, the I guess this this past off season was different from last year's off season. So did you guys get a chance to get over there to Clayton State or any camps you usually get to go to that you didn't last year? Yeah, we were uh, the biggest thing was is we were allowed to just come to our own gym and work out. You know, the when COVID first came out, you you know if it wasn't really in the season. You weren't. We didn't want you at the school. Um, so this past summer, we were able to come and work out utilize our brand new school facilities, weight room. Um, so we were in here basically just working out as a group. We really didn't attend any camps as a team, but we did play in um, um, a couple summer leagues that were held at Eagles Landing High School. Um, and then we also played in the fall league that we just finished up with, I think last week. So we were able to get back in and get some good training in um, and start working on our chemistry, which was good versus the year before. Okay, okay, great. How uh you you guys gonna be playing with the with the shot clock good money region games? I know that's um in phase two this season. Yes, we um we decided well of course everyone in Clayton County has shot clocks. They were they were installed a few months ago. Um and then it's up to each individual region to decide if they wanna play with it or not. Our region um, which is Woodward, Tri-Cities, Banneker, Creekside, Mondays Mill, Drew, us, Forest Park, and Woodward, we decided as a group that we do want to play with it. So as far as our region games, um, we will be playing with the shot clock. Okay, great to hear. Were you, um, were you for the shot clock coming into action? Um, you know, um, I know there was a lot of discussions about the shot clock and how it was all, and, you know, it did I didn't really care one way or the other. So I, the way that I look at it um, with the shot clock is it it kind of affects you as coaches um, at the end of a half or at the end of a game. You know, if you want to do two for one or something like that. But I mean, how many high school teams? I mean, I know there's teams that sometimes will hold the ball, and they want to. That's basically the reason why they wanted the shot clock is those powerhouse schools are like, you know, I don't want the little guys to sit there and hold the ball forever and have a chance to beat us. Um, which I understand that it is what it is, but I mean, I, I think our kids won't even know the shot clock's there really because everybody's pretty much getting a shot up within the first <laughs> 10 to 15 seconds the way kids are these days. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, a lot of um, deep shooting, I'm pretty sure they're emulating a copy and the 
I mean, it, it trickles down from the pro level, so you, you see how the game changes. And uh, with with your tenure, how how are you with all the way the game has changed? How do you think you've adjusted your coaching style, or is it do you still just kind of implement your style? Um, yeah, I mean, I have changed a little bit offensively. Um, of course, you know, back in the day, I was more of you know we need to run this, we need to run that, we need to run sets here and there. Um, and I've grown out of that because I, I want to be I want to be so fundamental. So I've had to grow in that department offensively where I just kind of let my kids, we do a lot of ball screening. So we are trying to do that, implement stuff that they see in the NBA. And you see it in college as well. You don't see a bunch of people running a continuity offense or running a bunch of sets. It's uh, one or two ball screens, a pick and roll, and then somebody's getting a shot. Or So I, I've had to... I've, Kind of, I turn over sometimes in my gray at night in bed, but we've decided to go ahead and let them go offensively. The biggest thing, though, for me is I don't really care about offense, defensive end of it. Um, yeah, my our philosophy is going to stick with the same. We're going to guard you man to man and do all the little things, teach the little things, the right way to do it the right way, and then we're just going to kind of let offense take care of itself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Always Which it is hard because. <laughs> See some dudes taking some shots in the NBA that, and kids will do it in practice. Now I ain't gonna lie, when they do it in practice, uh, you know they have. There's some choice words where, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, don't ever do that again. And so it takes a while for some of them to get it out, especially when you know they played AAU and they're allowed to do it in AAU. Um, it takes a minute to get that out of their system. But yeah, we've had to. I've had to uh, be a little more lenient on offense. Or are they? I mean, I imagine you're talking about shots just inside half court or at the at that hash. Are they are they hitting those shots consistently now in high school, or is it? I've uh, seen. No, not really. Yeah. And I'm honestly, I'll never let unless a kid can just <laughs> flat out shoot it, which I haven't had a ton of those. No one's going to shoot it unless you're within about a foot of the three point line. Like if you shoot one that deep, yeah, I'm, the buzzer's probably gonna, unless you make it, the buzzer's probably going to go off. And you won't come out of the game. <laughs> but I don't see a whole lot of uh, of kids shooting it that deep. But I mean, I, you do see a lot of kids shooting threes. Like there's there's not a lot of basketball played within the paint anymore at all. Like even if you see a six six kid in high school, like you would think, like you need to be inside scoring something, be around the rim, and they're they're not. Um, it's crazy. But you know, if we have a kid like that, um, they're definitely going to have to be around the rim but you know everybody wants to be a guard these days everybody no matter if you're seven four or everybody wants to be a guard <laughs> they sure do um speaking of that just tell me about this this year's team um new additions um guys returning uh the, the departures left you in a good position to push forward with another successful season so who are some of these guys we should know about yeah, well, we, um, you know, we only had, we had th three seniors last year. Um, one of them that started, uh, he ended up going to Payne University on a full ride. Um, and we ended up going 17 and seven last year, went to the Sweet 16. So we have a good core that's coming back. A um, couple of them, are, like four of them are playing football, like I said. Um, but we have a good group of sophomores and juniors um, that I think we got a chance to, you know, to, I always say we just try and win a couple games each year. 
because when people ask me, you know, how's your team going to be, I don't ever know right off the bat. But we have the ability with the kids coming back to be pretty good. Um, we had a couple kids um, that came in from um, within the county. One was in the county, came in Brown. He's about a 6'5 senior, um, real strong athletic kid. He's going to help. Um, had a kid move in from Texas. Um, that's a shooter. Um, that's a senior. Um, and then a kid actually that um, was right here at MD Roberts. And, um, you know, somehow he mysteriously got to McEachern. Uh, we don't, we're not going to talk about that, but he mysteriously just ended up at, at McEachern. I don't know if he, he got lost, but he went that way. And now he went over there, didn't like it. So now he came back to his home where he's supposed to be. So, and he's a sophomore and he's got a chance to be really, really good. AJ Horton. So, um, with the additions of those and what we got coming back, um, uh, we got a chance to be pretty good. You know, if that's if all the pieces fall uh, for the puzzle in the, in the right spot. Okay, good to hear. As far as based off of maybe an issue you had last year or something the guys struggled doing, is there anything, is there one thing you hope they do better this season? Yeah, last year, uh, well, we've, we've struggled the past two years with not having a point guard, um, a legit point guard, and that has hurt us in close games um, down the stretch with turning the ball over. Um, so I think we've had some kids that are a little bit younger that are a little more seasoned now, and then with the A.J. Horton kid coming in from McEachern, he's actually kind of like a combo, which he's kind of big. He's like 6'3", almost 6'4". But he handles the ball really well. He's got a good body. Um, I don't know if he's a point guard, but um, and I don't know this year. We might not have a legit point, but we have four or five kids that can, with the ball in their hand, can can get the ball up the floor and get us in whatever we need to get into. So last year we struggled with that. That was that was our nemesis. That's you know we we lost in the Sweet 16 because we had four turnovers in the last minute. We were up eight and lost by three. So, um, yeah, that's probably the biggest thing that we have to focus on is is just not turning the ball over. Okay, yeah, definitely want to take care of the rock. Uh, as far as your region, um, I'm just looking here. Um, you guys made playoffs last playoffs last year, like you said, but I know you had Tri Cities and Woodward in there. I seen um, I seen Woodward play last year. I think their two main guys are gone. I think. Peyton Daniels is going from Tri-Cities, but they still have Cottle. I think he's been, he's been a freshman for the freshman on the championship team, but how are you, how do you see the region playing out, so to speak? Yeah, Woodward lost both their kids. Um, I think, uh, obviously, they'll probably be a little bit down because both those kids were really good. I don't know what they have coming in. I mean, you know, Woodward's Woodward, so you never know. Um but they're well coached. I do know that their coach is a, a good coach. And then Tri Cities, um, they had some good kids coming back, and, and I'm pretty sure I saw they had like five transfers. Oh wow! Or something like that. So um, um, I'm assuming they'll be good as well. Um, and then as outside of that, um, you know, I would think um, as far as what I know from the other Monday's Mill, Drew, Forest Park, um, you know, I would think um, our region will be between, uh, if I had to put it between two, it would be between us and Tri-Cities. Mm-hmm. And then as far as the other ones, I don't know. I don't know a whole lot of them, about them. I know our region was really good last year. I think we had four teams ranked in the top ten all year. Mm. 
Forest Park was really good. They ended up losing a lot of their kids. Um, and then uh, it was us, Woodward, and Tri-Cities. And I would assume us and Tri-Cities will probably be preseason. Tri-Cities will probably be like two. I don't know. I would rather us not be ranked. I don't really want to be ranked, but I'm sure Kyle Sandy is probably going to put us somewhere in there. <laughs> what, uh, as far as your schedule, uh, outside the region, any showcases you plan on being in or trying to get set up? Yeah, I'm going to... Um... Our schedule, um, you know me, I like to, I'm not going to powder puff anything. I'm going to, if there's teams out there that are loaded and they want to play, I'm going to play them. So we, um, we start off next Saturday with the Eagles landing, which they're (laughs) number one in the state, defending state champ, which that's not a game, but that's a scrimmage here at our gym. That place is going to be absolute, like, if you want to come to a game, you need to come to that one because it's going to be solid. Like, if our gym holds 2,400 people, I guarantee it's going to be close to being that many people in here. Um, so we got Eagles Landing, and then we got, uh, we're playing in Adidas Showcase over at uh, Stars Mill against Carrollton High School. Then we're going to the North Georgia Showcase to play St. Pius at the Buford Arena. Okay. Um, we're playing uh, at the Wheeler Showcase against Southwest Cab. Um, and then we have Westlake, uh, December 14th. And then we play the Peach State Classic, which is another one day event. We play at Fayette County against Winona out of Alabama. So our first 10 games is going to be, we're going to figure out what we're made of right away before we even, we got a couple of region games sprinkled in there, but, um, I think all those, all those teams that we're playing are, are going to be ranked in the state at, at different levels. Okay. And uh, speaking of Forest Park, I mean, they were, um, like, have they been solid lately? Because when I remember them, they were, from what I remember when I was in the area, they were, they were struggling on the boys' side. Now, the girls were good, Coach, Coach Cole and the girls, but the boys, I don't <laughs> Yeah, they were always um, not very good, but uh, yeah, they had a, a string of talent that came through there that was, that was really good the past, uh, what, year and a half, two years? Okay. But they've all kind of, we had two of them that actually are, have transferred over here. Um, they came from Forest Park, a uh, junior and a sophomore. And then they had a 6'8 kid that ended up leaving and going to Newton County. Okay. Um, and yeah, they, the, with those three, while they were over there sprinkled in with a couple other guys, they were really, they were really special. Like, oh, I've never lost to Forest Park in my whole career. And I lost to them twice last year. Wasn't happy about that. <laughs> I'm sure you weren't. <laughs> uh, as far as some of some guys who've left Jonesboro, you mentioned one who's at Payne College. Um, any other guys? I was checking up on. Um, I noticed I saw MJ Walker had like a short stint in the league, but I guess it's kind of not. But um, any other guys out there playing? I remember a lot of guys going off and playing, and then and even in college. But I guess a lot of yeah. them maybe. Yeah, we have some kids all over the place. Um, it's pretty cool, actually. MJ, the uh, MJ situation, he did not make the final roster for the Knicks, but he did um, sign a uh, two-way, uh, I think it's a two-way contract. Two-way. Or, yeah, two-way. So he's actually going to be with the Westchester Knicks. Knicks, yeah. Mm-hmm. The G League. Um, 
So, I mean, he's still there. He's, he's got a shot from, from what all I've heard. The New York Knicks really like him. Just think he needs to kind of, you know, everybody's got to, if you're not the top of the top going into the NBA, you got to figure all those things out, which that's a lot to figure out. So he's got a shot. We're proud of him. Um, we have uh, Nate Adams, who graduated last year. He's at Payne University. Um, I don't know if you remember Miles Black. Um, he played for me yeah. uh, mm-hmm. about four years ago on the team that uh, went yeah. to the state championship the third year. Point guard, uh, right? Yeah, he was about 6'4". Yeah. Um, he ended up, uh, he's at Texas A&M, Texarkana. Okay. Um, he's playing, this will be his senior year. Um, I have Jamari Smith, who's mm-hmm. at Queens University in Charlotte. Um, I have uh, Robert. Um, Robert is uh, at South Georgia State, so I got one at South Georgia State, and then I have still three are playing overseas. You know, of course, Tony Douglas is still overseas in, in Finland, I believe. Uh, I don't know if you remember Doobie. Yeah, I've seen him on the, I think, the basketball tournament or something. I've seen him somewhere recently. Yeah, Doobie, yeah. Doobie played in that little ESPN thing. Yeah. Um, whatever that TBT, he was yeah. on that, but he's also playing overseas in Paris. Actually, okay. just won their league over there. He posted a trophy the other day. And then James White, I don't know mm-hmm. if you remember James. Yeah, remember him. James is over in, um, it's either France or something like that. So we got seven or eight of them uh, that are still out there, a couple in college and a couple still playing professionally. Yeah, def- definitely good to hear. Um, just came to mind. Want to get your thoughts on the whole? Um, I guess a good thing for basketball players. I mean, any college athlete. The NIL is it? Do you see it affecting high school around here much? Because I know that name, image, and likeness talked about in high school. But you got a couple of kids who were still in. I mean, college, but a couple of kids who were in high school who are getting. I mean, endorsements now too. Yeah, I know. I don't. Uh, I'm not even sure. Does that? Does that? A, that new rule. Is there anything that goes along with high school kids? Or is it just once you get to college, you can start getting money? Uh, I'm sure there's yeah. high school kids that get money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, some because the, the um the you probably know him, the kid Mikey Williams. He did he did something. I know he's going to some type of different maybe school or something. But it's been a few guys who are who are like going and they have a, a matter of fact they have a league starting up with Kevin Ollie. Some type of thing starting up here in here in Atlanta. Um, it's coming up like some type of elite academy or something right yeah there's it's crazy man these academies and stuff are popping up all over the place like the like the kid from Kell, i think that was supposed to be a senior this year and went to the g league for a million dollars yeah i don't i don't know all that stuff is crazy to me but um yeah i don't know uh, i mean i obviously when you know when mj was here and he wasn't endorsed by under armor but he pretty much got we you know <laughs> Under Armour pretty much gave us pretty much anything we wanted. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know how that whole thing's going to work out. I don't know if it's going to be good or bad. I know, like, do you remember Zarek Cooper that played uh, football here at Jonesboro? Played basketball for him. Went to Clemson. He was a quarterback. Isn't he playing um, somewhere now? I saw him on Jacksonville State. Like, I broke saw him all up. the records. Yeah. Well, we just went to watch him play. You know, a couple weeks ago, and he. He had just got his clothing line or something, I guess, where he can make money. Mm-hmm. And he was sending us stuff. And I was like, this is, this is doesn't seem right. Like, this is, <laughs> it's weird, but 
a whole different world we're living in now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's an insurance policy. I mean, some guys get hurt, unfortunately. I mean, yeah, universities are making all the money, and that's not yeah. right either. So, <laughs> I mean, I would, yeah, I would definitely if I, if I would have been like that in college, yeah, I would have been able. It'd been nice to, you know, make a little money on the side for myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well. Those are all the specific questions I have, Coach. Um, anything else you want to add before I close out the show? Well, that's it, man. We're just looking forward to the season. It comes up pretty quick. Ready to get ready to get it rolling. Excited about having fans. That's the biggest thing. It's gonna be it'll be like basketball again, not like being at a funeral. Oh yeah, yeah. Because it was it, it was different. I mean, just when it was I was here, yeah, yeah, it was. You could hear everything, and yes, it was not cool at all. Yeah, one one guy, one game I went to was so loud. He ended up, he got it was messed up because he got really personal on the female referee, so she yeah. had him thrown out. Like just like him, yeah, he he got to go. So <laughs> yeah, and he was doing that. Yeah, yeah, you couldn't like you had to. I had to really watch what I was. I had to watch myself. And not that I'm saying crazy stuff, but, you know, I do let a few words go here and there, like cussing to myself, like not yeah. cussing. I'm, like, I, it was so quiet. Like, I had to, yeah, I had to incorporate, like, a towel or something. <laughs> I had something in my mouth 24-7 while we were playing. Yeah, well, um, and like you said, that you said that Buford game, that game in Buford Arena against St. Pius, um, I'm on definitely – Try to mark that on the calendar, hoping to get over there for that one, because that's right around the corner for me. So, yeah, see you guys in action. November November twentieth. That's a Saturday. It's supposed to be a whole day, I think, of just games. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, that that, yeah, that should play, work out. We play at three o'clock. Okay, okay. Yeah, because they're um, I, I don't have the That's up in your neck of the woods. Yeah, yeah, not twenty minute drive away. They they, they don't. God. They don't, they don't give me problems getting in the gate. So getting getting in, because I'm not officially with anyone. I'm just my own one man band. Now I right. do have a camera and everything, but I have my I have my pad. I have my my own credentials. But some people, most people, are like okay, you with the media, okay, because it's who's I hate to say it, but who's really doing it now? Unless you're just doing it for a hobby or yeah, you're, you're in you're college. Right. I mean, <laughs> Yeah, you are correct. Yeah. Well, good stuff, man. Good catching up with you, man. Um, wish y'all much success this season. And um, definitely looking forward to seeing you at least that, that one game up this way. Yeah. Good good seeing you too, man. It's always, it's always good to talk to, to our old family. Yeah. <laughs> Appreciate you, man. We'll take it easy. All right, brother. Have a good one. All right, you too. Bye-bye. Well, folks, that's another edition of the All Basketball Podcast. Once again, I'd like to thank Coach Mailman from Jonesboro High School down in Clayton County for talking to me about the 21-22 season. We wish the Cardinals the best of luck and good health throughout. Uh, like I said before, subscribe to the All Basketball Podcast on your all, all your major platforms, Spotify, Google, Apple, Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe so you can be notified when I do these shows and you can get to hearing whether it's on the NBA or a preview about the basketball season coming up or it's a segment of just my thoughts when I'm just on here um, giving you just my, exactly that, just my thoughts. 
Once again, I'm your host, Mark Dixon. And until next time, peace and be blessed in Jesus' name.